0: Hi, my name is Pete. This is Social Sir. So the expected <laughs> backlash is um, is lashing the back of Sausage Johnson, and two uh, whips maybe yeah, are being used to lash that back. Um, one whip is being held by Ian Duncan Smith and Tim Witherspoons, and. Um, that guy that looks a little bit like John Tyrod, like a kind of fat, longer version of John Taroad. What's his name? Graham Brady. Graham Brady MP. If you Google Graham Brady MP, and then Google long, fat John Turode, <laughs> uh it will be exactly the same image. Now, um, so anyway, so they're, they're holding one of the whips, and the other whips are being held By the people that are saying, for fuck's sake, like, why didn't you just do it? And this is, I'm holding the whip here. One of many millions of people holding this whip. For fuck's sake, why didn't you just do it? Like when Sage said to do it on the 21st of September. When will you learn, sausage? When will you learn? And one of the people who is holding it with greater firmity than me, firmity is the word, is... This dude here, what's his name? Andrew something, Andrew Hayward. And he's a SAGE advisor, he's a scientist on SAGE. And he is very forthright in his views regarding the government and going late into the lockdown. So this is an interview on the Today Show who like to get ahead of the game, and often they don't, but today they did have this good interview which has picked up a bit of press because it's, you know, bloody interesting. And I think it's Justin... Ah, oh Christ, what's his name? Uh, some bloody guy is asking the questions. Anyway, so the question is asked by Justin, whatever his name is. And then Andrew Hayward gives the answer.
1: If they had done what they were asked to do then, the government, what difference do you think it would have made? Well, we can't turn back the clock, um, but I think... If we had chosen a two-week circuit break at that time, we would definitely have saved thousands of lives and we would clearly have inflicted substantially less damage on our economy um, than the proposed four-week lockdown will do. I think countries like ours that have failed to control COVID have seen both the highest death rates and the greatest impact on the economy and I think we've repeatedly underestimated COVID and done too little too late really to control the virus and save both lives and livelihoods when you say we could have saved thousands of lives with what degree of certainty do you say that i think with a high degree of certainty really um we know that this sort of measure whereby we shut down multiple areas of transmission at the same time is the single most effective way of stopping the virus from spreading. And we know very clearly that the earlier that you do that, the more lives you will save. So the actions that we take now affect really the deaths that we see in three weeks or a month's time and beyond. Uh, So early action is essential and waiting to see if less intense measures going to work is uh, really a um, quite a dangerous way of doing things.
0: Of course, well, think- so there we go, quite a dangerous way of doing things. Should have acted uh, quicker. Um, you know, many people are saying that, but of course it uh, carries weight. He's firming up the firm gripness of the whip that he is lashing the back of the sausage with. Starmer was brilliant today as well. Um, Rejecting the advice of the scientists for 40 days was a catastrophic failure of leadership and of judgment. That's what Starmer said to Sausage Johnson um, in the House of Commons today. So that's very good. So anyway, on to the election. (laughs) Right, so big news. I've changed my map. Um, I think that they are going to win Texas. Why do I think that? Well, they have 110% um, of the votes in 2016 already uh, voted in Texas. And we know that if it's a high turnout election in Texas, then that is really good for the Democrats. Also, according to the guys at the Lincoln Project, who you may remember, I've spoken about these dudes a couple of times before, they are a bunch of um, a Republican uh, consultants and uh, spinmeisters basically, and their job for years and years is to work on getting politicians elected, and they're very good at it, you know, they're successful at the top of their game, they got George Bush elect- elected for instance, W Bush. And loads of other people worked on the Keynes thing, you know, so, you know, into Senate Houses, into the White House. These are the guys at the top of the game for the Republicans. And they think that the Republican Party has become a cult of personality. And 10% of Republicans have left the Republican Party. So whenever you, so bear that in mind, whenever you kind of are thinking, oh, like, you know, he's going to get out all the Republicans. Well, there's less people to get out for Trump, 10% less Republican members. And then within that group, there are uh, at least 10%, 12, 13%, maybe, whereby they're, they're calling themselves Republicans, but they're not going to vote for Trump. Now, the um, people in the Trump White House and the Trump campaign realize that the Lincoln Project would have been successful if they shift about 4% of the Republican um, vote away from Trump. And it looks like they're shifting at least 10% of that vote. So, you know, the, the, there are people out there that think it's going to be a blowout, right? That this is a. We're at the. Um, we're on the precipice of of a Biden landslide. I don't think that, but I do think that Biden will win Texas. Uh, According to 538 tonight, uh, Trump is one point ahead, exactly one point ahead when they kind of look at all of the polls and they weigh the quality of the polls and all the rest of it. Um, so that means that, you know, obviously that's in the in the uh, margin of error, like easily, you know, the margin of error is around about, you know, three point five percent usually, and so um, everything says that. Uh, so, for instance, Harris County, which is in, uh, you know, this kind of part of like Houston's part of that, a hundred thousand votes were has just now been allowed to be counted where people um, basically did this drive-in thing to make sure that they were kind of like, you know, vulnerable people who don't want to get out of their car during a pandemic, they could still vote. And the Republicans tried to get all those votes chucked out, but they are going to be counted. So that's really good, you know, 100,000 votes. I think it's more than 100,000. That doesn't hurt. It will be close, obviously it will be close, but I do think that Biden wins Texas. I also think that Biden will lose Florida and will lose North Carolina. Both of those are uh, close, and I could be wrong on both. Well, obviously, I could be wrong on all of it, you know. (laughs) But I don't think. I I, I just... Florida's a weird place, you know, and um, I wouldn't be surprised if he loses Florida. Um, North Carolina... Uh, let's see what happens. I, I was umming and ahhing as to whether to, you know, who to kind of give it to, as it were. And, but I do think that Trump might hang on to North Carolina but just by the skin of his teeth. Having said that, Texas is 38, um, you know, uh, electoral college points or whatever you call them. So let's see, where are we on the map? I'm giving um, Biden uh, Pennsylvania As well, and I'm also giving him the second districts in Maine and in Nebraska as well. Um, So that's so that kind of adds up to, let's see, of the swing states, I'm saying that Biden wins Minnesota. Well, Minnesota is not really a swing state, but Minnesota, Wisconsin, Michigan, they're very safe. Wisconsin and Michigan, Pennsylvania. Um, Georgia, I think he's going to win Georgia, Biden. I think he's going to win Arizona. And I think he's going to win Texas. And then add on the two uh, Electoral College votes for um, Maine 2nd District and Nebraska 2nd District. That brings him up to 3, 4, 5. So just one more than what I had predicted a couple of days ago. But different states in play. Um That means that Trump wins Florida, Trump wins South Carolina, but Trump loses Pennsylvania. Now if I'm right and he wins Florida, it might be that there's a few anxious hours. But if I'm right that he that Biden wins Texas, then there is no path available for um, for for Trump if. Uh, Biden wins Texas so if we give uh, Trump Pennsylvania if we give him Georgia if we give him uh, you know like even in the kind of the wild uh, world of giving him Arizona even if we give him Wisconsin and Michigan with Texas in the bag that is basically that is all that um, that uh, Biden needs to get him over two seven two. If he wins Texas, it is all over. If it wins, if he wins Texas, Biden, Trump can do what he did last time. He can win Pennsylvania, Florida, North Carolina, Arizona, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Wisconsin. Um, and what's the the border of? Um, Michigan and Wisconsin uh, do you call them do you call yourselves uh, Wisconsins? I would prob- I've probably got a listener there a Whissican. Um yeah anyway So oh, also though that is giving um, Nebraska 2nd District and Maine 2nd District that's uh, the Trump uh, losing them as well yeah so let's just see, if we were to, just as a kind of experiment, if we were to award those, oh my god, if we were to award both of those to, oh my god, I oh, know he still wins, yeah, no, oh my god, that's crazy isn't it, it's unbelievable, so even if you award Maine 2nd District and Nebraska 2nd District and all of those other states that I said, like all of the swing states, every single one of them, to, um, Biden well by the way uh, sorry to Trump by the way I think that um, Ohio and Iowa are safe Trump I know that some people are regarding them as swing states but I think they're safe tr- safe Trump um, I mean interesting like you know people go on about uh, Pennsylvania all the time well you know Biden's ahead by 4.8 in Pennsylvania Trump is ahead in Montana, like Montana, okay, like a deeply, um, you know, traditional Republican state, by 4.9. So, essentially the same amount, you know, essentially the same amount. And interestingly, I mean, I don't know why, I don't know, you know, about, I have no idea why I think this, but but, uh, Ohio and Iowa... um, Trump is ahead by less than two points in both of those places, so it's not inconceivable at all that that Biden wins Ohio and Indiana and um, Iowa. But I've always I've always thought that they're going to go for Trump. So anyway, even if um, Trump gets everything else, like literally everything on the board, except for Texas, that gives. Um, Joe Biden, the 270 he needs, and it gives Trump 268. So, you know, Beto is doing the work. He's working still now uh, to get the people out to vote. And I think that they've been tremendously successful. And he himself, I mean, you know, if he, if, if, they, if they get Texas, yeah, he's I mean, a big if. Um, not really to do with the numbers, but just to do with the the kind of, obviously, the kind of historic nature of it, you know. If they get Texas, then better O'Rourke, I mean, what a bloody superhero, eh? Trump won Texas by nine points, okay, in 2016. In uh, 2018, Better O'Rourke was going up against Ted Cruz, and he lost by two and a half points. So it's not inconceivable at all that... Uh, Biden wins Texas. So there's the big news. Um three-four five with Biden winning Texas.
1: Thank you very much. I run to the shop. Bump into everyone. Say, have you heard? Have you heard the news? There is a podcast called Social Distance. Share it, like it, astound your friends. Everything you want to hear about. The greatest public health emergency in any of our lives. Four times a week, and it is free. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, and an omnibus on Sundays.
0: So the test and trace app, the COVID-19 app, um, has been wrong since it was launched in, (laughs) in September. It's unbelievable that they should have been warning people um, but they weren't, because they they did the maths wrong. They set the bloody thing up wrong. Unbelievable. And these, um, do you remember, I don't know if I ever mentioned it, but there was this thing, this kind of ghost uh, ghost warnings would come up. Ghost warnings. warning there was a ghost nearby. And people, and, and the NHS advice was like, oh, it's just a glitch, just ignore it. But... <laughs> But people should have been should have been not ignoring it and going into isolation essentially what they did is they set it up whereby you you had to be in the uh, in the realm of somebody with covid-19 for five times as long <laughs> as the um, as, as the, uh, like the 15 minutes. that like, should just be 15 minutes. I mean, it's unbelievable. Right, look at this. The root of the problem uh, was a decision to incorporate a measure of infectiousness into the app's code. While the app was undergoing testing in the Isle of Wight, it used a simple metric that recommended isolation for anyone who had been in contact. Uh, Closer than two meters with a potentially infectious person for 15 minutes or more in a single day. But shortly before the app was launched nationally, it was updated to account for the fact that people are more uh, most infectious shortly after their symptoms show. The maths was changed so that people outside that period of peak infectiousness counted for just two fifths of the risk. Fucking idiots. Since that meant the overall score was likely to be lower, the intention was to reduce the risk threshold correspondingly to ensure that someone of maximum infectiousness would need just three minutes of contact before they triggered an alert. But that change never happened. And as a result, users were only told to isolate if they'd spent 15 minutes close to a very infectious person (laughs) or nearly 40 minutes there's someone who was pre-symptomatic, but still thought to be shedding the virus. Unbelievable. What a fucking idiots! I mean, <laughs> first of all, Eat Out to Help Out, uh, do, do you hear about that? 8% to 17% of cases over that August period have been, um, you know, Eat Out to Help Out did that. Well done, bloody Rishi Sunak. And now, it's almost as if they're trying to... I, I tell you what, mate. Mate, Herd immunity, I mean, you kind of wonder. Do you know what I mean? You do wonder. I mean, I'm not, you know, don't... But, but how many times? It's almost as if they're kind of going out of their way to spread the virus. I mean, it really is. You know? How can they... Anyway, extraordinary. Uh, also, one thing that Sama's started doing which is really good is um getting sunak in the in the naughty boy club yeah he's not just going after sausage johnson everyone's going after sausage you know he's moving on to sunak he realized sunak is the is the uh, power behind the throne as it were you know and the kind of golden boy that everyone loves so let's start you know getting uh, you know getting at him Right, so now I've been told, to, I've been instructed to watch my octopus teacher on Netflix, which I haven't done, uh, but apparently it's supposed to be really good. So please do watch that if you have Netflix and if you're interested in octopuses. And um, but we are now going to think of an octopus. Please think of the glorious, incredible, absolutely incredible creature, the octopus. One, two three walk between the raindrops we've got a fun night tomorrow night uh let's hope it goes the way of you know if you are in the states and you haven't voted yet, you know please obviously you know wear a mask bring food do the right thing i mean really seriously please like just free i know that there's plenty of you know reasons why you're going to vote the way you vote But, please take into consideration the, like, I don't know if you know, you probably do know this, but I'm telling you, right, the world is laughing at the United States more than at any other time in my life, right? In in 2003, we were fucked off with George W. Bush, absolutely fucking fucked off with him, and Tony Blair, and two million people uh, marched in uh, London against the war in Iraq, right? So that was, you know, it hasn't all been lovey-dovey, but nothing comes close to the utter disdain that vast swathes of the world um, have for that fucking clown who somehow conned his way into the presidency. So, you know, we need to get him out. We need to get him out for so many reasons. You know, so many reasons. He has just crossed the line so many times, you know, doing proper evil things. I don't say that lightly, yeah? And I know that he's up against the practicing Catholic. So, you know, and I'm a, I am ai was raised a Catholic. I know all about evil. So I don't use that word lightly. But, you know, what he did to the children... Coming over the border is like utterly unforgivable. I mean, I can't think of a worse thing to do, basically. So, um, yeah, and where do you start? Anyway, think of the octopus. <laughs> but if you are voting tomorrow, you know, stay safe. And just like, you know, bear in mind... That's the the what I know that massive you know well it looks like hopefully you know it's gonna go um, Biden's way you know, but bear in mind that you know the world just thinks that like what is going on with the United States, and hopefully it will be like oh do you remember like in twenty years time, do you remember when the United States did that weird fucking thing like for four years. Do you remember what a fucking aberration that was? And then, like at last, they've you know chucked him out, and they fucking got back on track. So it begins tomorrow, you know. It begins. With, it begins tomorrow. Nothing ends tomorrow. It begins tomorrow. Hopefully, some one thing does end. That fucking idiot who's put a massive wall up around the White House. You see that? Jesus. Um, yeah, but we'll see. Like you know, if I'm right and he loses Texas, then, you know, I mean, what a shaming that would be, eh? (laughs) Anyway, it would be interesting to see, I mean, we'll we'll talk about this later on depending on how it goes, but it will be interesting to see if he does come out tomorrow, um, you know, with kind of, you know, things going his way and him ahead, and if he does make an announcement, If there's any opportunity to, he will. Like, if he wins Florida, for instance, he'll definitely try, you know. Um, And for a few hours, it might be, you know, touch and go. But it also might be touch and go for a few days, you know, you never know. But I would be really interested to see at what point um, Bush steps in. Of the Bush that everyone fucking hated, you know. Now we're waiting for this fucker to, you know, get out of his house and put his fucking paintbrush down and say, Oi, Trump, fuck off. Anyway, let's see what happens. Thank you ever so much for listening. Take care.